So we have to start Dafyutes right at the top, Kankantam. So the Gemara was going through, uh, or actually the last line at the bottom. So the final, just to finish up the last Mishnah before we get to the two Mishnahites of today, we were just discussing some of the specifics about a Megillah. And what we said was it had to be written, the end of the Mishnah was dealing with the dyes and the paper. Right, so we said b'sam b'sikra. So what's sam? Sam is something called sama. Zaktagemara sikra. That's a red dye. Amaravar chana sakarta. Again, a red, some sort of red dye. Shema kumus. What is that? That's kuma. That's srafa ilan. So if you write with any of these red dyes, different samim. Okay, kankantam. That is charsa de ushbachi. That's black shoe polish. Diftera. Now we talk about the paper. Right. So the paper is is. Uh, we said. That if the paper is written on on the valadiftera, it's not going to be layatza. So what do we say? Diftera is the maliach, the kimiach, the layafets. So the part of the treatment process, what we're saying is, is that it was cloth that was salted and it would it, it had flour, but it wasn't finished with whatever they used to use walnuts or something like that to finish to finish the cloth. So it wasn't completed cloth, and therefore it's going to be. Uh, puzzle. Niar is machka, right? That means that it was, a, uh, it's, Rashi says it's a type of grass and you make it with some sort of glue so it's a remanufactured paper that's not going to be okay. It needs to be on cloth, like the Pasuk says, until it's, uh, uh, sorry, like the, like, the, like the Mishnah said at the end, okay, that it has to be ashuris written with ksav ala sefer ubediyai, it has to be on proper cloth and with ink. So how do we know this? Minawan asiksiva ksiva. Because it says, it says, it says, that Esther wrote the Megillah, or that she wrote down, she recorded the events, and it says, we have in Yirmiya, so it says, ksiva there, and what does ksiva mean in Yirmiya? I'll say for bidiyai. So two ksiva here must be. Now there's a, a, Famous uh, kasha that's asked over here, just, just quickly speak out, that the Briskarab asks, I don't understand, that we know it's one of the Sefer Tanakh. Right? It's one of Sefer Ksuvim. So what's the Chiddush over here that it has to be written on Sefer Bidiyai? Just like any Sefer Kodesh, right? That's what determines Sefer Kodesh. So he says there's two different dinim of writing the Sefer over here. There's what is the category of a Sefer Tanakh? What gives it, like we've discussed, that it gives it a Kedusha, Let's say, for instance, that you're not, you know, that it gets tumah, the Rabbanon Rogaiser tumah. We discussed that, that there's a, a Rabbanon Rogaiser tumah on Sefer Kodesh. So that is on a category of, yes, it has, then it gets tumah if it's written on cloth ubediyai. But over here, there's a separate reason we need, we need it to be a safer. Why? Because we discussed, you have to read the Megillah in order to be yay, so you have to read it from a safer. Or ideally, it has to be read from a safer. So what is, there's a Havamina to say that, you know what? Since what's our, our point over here is that it be, it be read from a safer. So there's a different din than Sifri Kedusha. I need it that it's completely written down. So maybe on paper using red ink would be okay because it's written. The whole story is written there and I can get up and I can read it from there. Why, do, why does it have to necessarily conform to Sifri Kedusha for Tama purposes? So he says, Kamash Malan, that's what the Gemara is coming to say, that we learn it from Gzeir Shava, not ju- just that it's a, a safer Kedush, but specifically that in order... The ideal way to read it for what you have to do to read for Mikra Megillah is it needs to be on a cloth and on a shuris. Let's move on to the next Mishnah. Zakta Mishnah. Ben Ir Shahalach Lakrach. Okay, so let's say you have a person who is a city guy. So it means his chiv was to read on the 14th. He goes to the krach, he goes to the city, he goes to visit. That's 
they read on the 15th. Or, ben krach shal A 15, right, a tesvav guy goes to the city that normally reads on 14. So, so the question is, they're, right, I'm visiting a city that has a different time for reading, so do I read with them? Or... Do I keep my day? Right? Which one is it? So I'm asid kari If you're going to go back home, so then you read from home. You, you read according to where your home date is. So meaning that if you are, let's say, the night, you're 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 from the a, a big you're from a city, not a walled city. You're from a 14 day place. You go to a 15 day place. It's the night of the 15th. Not sorry, night of the 14th. If you're going to go back home, the question is, do you read now? Do I go ahead and read in the big, in the big city that their mitzvah is on the 15th? Do I go ahead, do I have a chiv to read now since I'm going to go back home? That's the question. So if you're going to go back home, then you, you keep your day where you came from. If not, then you read with them. Now, separate din of the Mishnah. We're going to get back to the first din, but where, where does there a chiv to read the Megillah? And we'll see why. But you have to read the whole Megillah. Rabbi Yehuda Aimer may Ish Yehudi. You only the Chiv, the story for Chiv purposes starts from Ish Yehudi Hayab Shushanabi. Rabbi Yehuda Aimer may Achar Hadvar Ma'ila Gidal Hamelach Es Haman. Right? Okay? Fine. Zak the Gemara, let's first discuss this first part. A person visiting a city that's not his, that is a different Chiv. So I'm a Rabbi Loishanu Elisha Asad Lachsar Baleli Yedalid. This that we said, that if you're going to go back home, you keep the place, where you came from, your home city, that's only if you're going to go back some point during the night. However, if, let's say, for instance, guy goes, a guy comes from a 14-day place where he reads, a, a city, non-walled city, goes to a walled city. If he's going to stay until the morning and then come back home, he reads, he, he, does, not ha- he, he, he does not keep the minute of his place. Okay, well, we'll have to see this in a second, exactly how to speak this out. Or actually, I'll speak this out right now. So like this. The, the point is, it's easier to understand this when we talk about a walled city person going to an ear. So a walled city person goes to an ear. If he's going to stay, let's say the 14th, and we'll say Rashi discusses both cases. We just have to discuss the nuances. So if, if a big city place who normally reads on the 15th goes to an ear, that's the 14th, and he's, if, he, if he's going to leave at some point before daybreak, then he doesn't have to read with them. He doesn't have to read on the 14th. If he's going to be there until the morning, then he has to read on the 14th, night and day, ostensibly. Okay, so that's, that's one way of looking at it. Or, the key is that when he's going to return to his place? So, no, it, are, you, are you visiting until the morning? If you're staying until morning when there's a chiv of the day, then we say, and the, 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 this is the sugi of what we call pros ben yoyman. Okay, that if you're, vis, if you're staying in a city for a, a day, that it counts like, you counts like you're a resident for the purposes of Megillah. And we're going to learn this out from a puzzle in a second over here. But we have to understand again. So there's two situations. There's a walled city person who normally is chivas on the 15th, goes to, the 14, goes to an ear. So on the 14th, right, again, we say that if he's there for the night of the 14th, but he plans on going home sometime later that night, so then he doesn't have to read with them. Rav is saying that if he's going to stay until the morning, even the rest of Purim, he's going to go back at 9 o'clock in the morning, 8 o'clock in the morning, he's going to go back to the walled city. He has to read on the 14th because of the din of what we call pros ben yoyim and nikra pros. On the flip side, he says, so too, a ear person that goes to the krach, if he's going to come back some point before the night of the 15th, so Rashi holds that the trigger is the chiv of the place that you're in, not where you come from. So if a guy from a, 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 an open city, 14, a 14-day chiv, goes to a walled city, if he's going to be there 
the night of the 15th, he doesn't have to read. If he's going to leave the city sometime before the morning of the 15th, he doesn't have to read with them. If he is going to be there, he does have to read with them. So, Rashi I'm just reading Rashi, that if he's going to go back sometime by the night, sometime during the night of the fifteenth, Yodalid, so then he reads on Yodalid because he's going to go back home before the Chiv of the walled city people. But if not, even though he's in the walled city, so what he has to do is right. Imagine this: so the guy is going to be there until the fifteenth at night. He's going to pass the entire fourteenth in the walled city. He needs to get a minion together, right, and find people like him and read on the fourteenth in a fifteen-day city. Because he is Chiv is on the 14th. He's going back home. So that's a more of a funny case. But either way, it applies. Okay, that's the way Rashi learns it, that the trigger is not when you're gonna, where you come from, but the trigger is what is the Chiv in the place that you're in. Okay, good. Amar Rava, how do I know this? How do I know that just because you're in a city for a day, meaning as long as you cross into the morning, okay, and there are some that learn from here, by the way, that we see that the Iker Kriya is the morning Kriya. Because we see that that's ultimately what, what's the machriya. The night kriya, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll say it doesn't lock it in. But the morning kriya is what locks it in. The, the Pasuk says, The Yehudim that live in the open cities, they're called prazim, open people. So So why did it have to say prazim? What's the point of that? It could have just said, open city people. Read on the fourteenth. So why? So michti ksev hayyud ma prosim lamely lemachtav hayyoshim barayah prosim. Hakamash malan the pros by yomin ekar pros. Okay. So we see that if that even for one day you're called a pros if you're going to be there. Meaning as long if and the way Rav is understanding it, if you cross into morning, you're considered pros ben yomai, and therefore a fifteen a walled city person that's visiting a fourteen. A city person stays until the morning. He's going to have to read on the fourteenth. Ashkechon pros mukaf minalon. Okay, but that's only it. Only says it. Okay, now use my pros. My yeshiv my pros. It doesn't say the same thing when it comes to mukaf by, by a walled city. Minalon svarahu mi the pros benyamin kari pros mukaf benyamin kari kari mukaf. Okay, so he says that's a svara. But Amar Rava. Okay, let's say one further din when we talk about this. Ben kfar shahalach ir. Let's say you're from a village, right? So we said Megillah Nikris biyadal if you'd beis you'd gimel you'd dalid right. So a kfar, we said, could read earlier. So now the question is, ben kfar shalach le'ir, ben kachu ben kach bahim. So he reads with the city. He goes to the, the kfar person goes to the city. He reads with them. So now my time, okay, really, okay, he's a 14-day person. A kfar, a villager, yes, there's a hedger for him to read earlier, but what's his chi of day? We've discussed this back, way back in the beginning of the Masechta. What's his chi? If he's really a 14-day guy. Right? And therefore, he needs so in order that they should be able to, or as the Gemara modified it later and the gears has changed here, on the side, because it's a reward. Because they provide for the city people, we gave them as a reward that they can read the Megillah earlier. We're not going to make them schlep into the city to go ahead and read on the 14th. That's only, of course, when did we make on them if they're in the village? Right, if they're going to be in the village, so then we said, you can go ahead and go in early and read it. However, if they're going to be in the city anyways, okay, then they have to. So now, by the way, the way Rashi learns this, whole sugi over here, and if you look in Rashi, Ben Kfar, so really, he already read. He went in on Monday, that was the 12th, let's say. 
Now he finds himself on the city. He was unplanned, an unplanned trip. He finds himself on the city on the 14th. Rashi says, that's the Chiddush here. Then you have to read Yudalad. Because even though we allowed you to go earlier, you essentially have to read again. Because you now you're finding yourself here on the 14th, and therefore the heter no longer applies. That's the way Rashi learns the, the, sukkah, the, the, the sukkah. Yeah, there are other Rishonim that argue and they say you don't have to. Okay. So technically, he would have to read it again. Yeah, I don't know about twice, but yeah, he would read it, I don't know, three times, but twice, yes. That's the point. Again, according to Rashi, the other Rishonim that argue. Then there's another Rashi that says, um, we say that um, it's also Masha from Rashi that if you're going to, because it says, so it's Masha from Rashi that if you're going to go back at night, then, um, then, then um, if you're going to go back at night, then you don't have to read. Okay, um, right, so we, let's just like we said in the sugi before. It's only, right, we, are, do you, then you would have to read, but what about the morning, right? So the question is, does morning trigger or not? Just like we talked about kfar and ear to stay until the morning. So that's, again, that's a, something discussed in Ritzvah. He argues, he says that there's a chiyav on yoyim yadalad as well. It's not just the night. Okay, now, so Abaya is now going to ask on Rava. Rava, you said that there's no heter for kvar. In other words, that, that, that they have to read again, at least according to the way Rashi explains it. Or if a, a village person finds themselves in the city on the 14th, they would have to read. Or if they know they're going to be in the city, they can't, they can't, go in, they, they can't read it on Yadal if base is another way to learn it. But So it says, a ben krach, Shaholach le'ir. Now the Gemara says this makes no sense. Ben krach shaholach le'ir. Ben kachu ben hakarak mekami. He reads this place. Ben krach sakadaytoch bim asid lachs or talyim elsa. Well, that's not true. It's, there's no hard and fast rule. We said it depends on if you're going to go back. That's going to govern. If you're going to go back, then you read like where you came from. If you're not going to go back, right? That's what our Mishnah said. So this brisa isn't correct. Ella, you have to say la ben kfar. You have to say that really the way to read it, and this is what Abai is asking. You, ben krach wouldn't make sense in this brisa. So you have to read it as ben kfar shahalach le'ir. And what do we see? Ben kachu ben kach kari So we see that the village people are able, they stay as village people, meaning that they could read on the Yodal if you'd base with Gimel, even if they're halach le'ir. So Rav says, hold on a second. Belav terutzim etaratzta? Hey, this brisa didn't work. It obviously was an unedited brisa because Ben Krach didn't make any sense to say that he goes to the ear, he reads like the ear people. That's not true. We, like we said in our mission, it's clear that it depends on your situation. It depends on your situation. If you're going to go back home, then you go back home. If you're going to stay until the morning, like the way we explained it, then you're going to read like the city people. So it's no, there's no fast rule that says Ben Krach, and therefore you, Abai, you went ahead and changed it to Ben Kfar, and now asking Akash Ami, well, guess what? Anyways, there's something wrong with this brisa. The Turuta Mitzaratsta, you had to mess with the brysa to make it make sense. Tani So once we're going to change it, we're going to change it more and say it means and not you read like your Makaimai. Okay, and basically, essentially, we've completely changed the brysa. And once, once you mess with the, once you know that the, there's something wrong with the brysa, it obviously wasn't edited. So now you're messing with it, I'm messing with it too. Don't mess with it to ask a Kashami. Rabbi says, I can mess with it and answer it too. We can, make it, we, we can play with all the words if we want. Okay, let's move on to the next part. With the fact that the uh, Ben Kifar who that comes to it had a few to read again, what about Ben Ir that goes that reads out and go to the Choma? Uh, do they have so a skill he, to read that again as well? So he would have a Chiyot <coughs> if a Ben Ir goes to the Choma and stays there for the 15th. That's, that's what we're saying. Yeah, that, that's the point. Pros Ben Yom and Nikra Pos. That becomes your Chiyot. 
Yes, at least Lechachila would have to hear it again. Yeah, I mean, there is a need, and question is, it, it really goes back to the question, I think we discussed this early on in the Masechta, is when we say that there's a din 14 and 15, are they, are they absolutely exclusive? Meaning, what happens if, in general, a 15-day guy right on the 14 or 14 negative 50, would it be Yitz or Yechiev or not? Um, and I think that's definitely a discussion. So it might fall into that discussion, but at least look at yes. The answer would be, I'll be poshish that you would have to. Okay. So where do you have to read the Megillah from? Tanya, Rishim Ba'yichai. So we had, we had, in our mission we brought, Rameyer said, you got to read the whole thing. Rabbi Yehuda said, me ish Yehudi. Rabbi Yehuda said, me achar dvar ma'ila gidal bel es haman. Right? Now we're going to have a fourth one. Tanya, Rishim Ba'yichai, Amr Rabbi Belayla Ahu, Nadadal Shasmel. So there's four possible places where you can start reading the Megillah from. Amr Rabbi Yehuda, the Kula Mikra Echa Darshu. They're all going to learn it from one Pasuk. Meaning, the Pasuk says, Vatichtev Esther Amakam Mordechai Yehudi, Es Kol Taikev. Right? Taikev means like the story of events. Now, what story are we coming to tell? Manda Amar Kulu Taikev Shalachashverish. We're coming to tell from the beginning, the whole story of Ahasuerus all the way through. Manda, right? We have to at least tell. We got, we got to get in the Ahasuerus part. The Kalim, right? The, the, the party, the Shushan, the whole thing, the killing of Ashley. We got to get that into the story. That's part of the story. No, what's the key? The key is Mordechai's on the rise. He gets Haman upset. And then we know the story. No, the point here is Haman got up. Haman was lifted up. He got promoted. And he tried to kill the Jews, and we got saved, right? We can start the story saying, that's really when the nace, that's when everything turned, that's when the nace started occurring. So that's one way of learning it. No, I don't learn it from Eskol Teikif, rather I learn it from a different Pasuk. The Pasuk says, So, is there's three things that happen. And basically what he's saying is the Pasuk is coming to, is coming to teach us what happened, right? The Pasuk, the Chiva Megillah is to talk about what happened, why it happened, and what was the outcome. We have to cover those three points. Now let's fit this into the Shittas. Ma, so where do we have to start from? What do we, what's the Mar? What happened? Why, what did Achashverosh you know what the storyline is? The storyline is that Ahasuerus used the candle of Esam Mikdash, and then al why did he do it? Because because he calculated 70 years, and HaKadosh Baruch was upset at him, and what happened at the end? Sorry, the, and, and, and that he killed Vashti. That's the key point. What happened was Ahasuerus used the candle of Esam Mikdash, okay? Why he did it was because he made a mistake in the calculation, and what was the outcome that he killed Vashti? And that's what he holds. That's the three things you have to cover from the Pasuk that says, That you know what the storyline is? Again, what happened was Mordechai incites Haman. Why? Why did he incite Haman? Because the Shavi Nafshei Because Haman made himself into Avod and Mordechai refused to bow down. And what was the outcome? There was a nasa parm, that was the outcome. That's the story we're trying to tell. And therefore, the beginning of the story, the what of the story is from Mordechai. Uman Again, Haman The what is what, the what is Haman tried to kill the Jews. Haman that he was jealous of the Yehudim. Al Kacha, right? He tried, he tried to kill the Jews. Why? Al Kacha, Mishnah, the Mordechai Lechra. You want to know the why? The why is because Mordechai refused to bow down, so he decided he wanted to kill the Jews. What was the outcome? Again, that he got killed. That was the end of the story. That's the storyline we're coming to tell. And that storyline comes from, and that, and that storyline 
um, would, would be Achar Advarma Ela Gidal Amelachas Haman. Uman da Amar, and the fourth sheet is saying, You want to know what the storyline is? Why did Achashverish pick up the Sefer Zacharnas? That's the what. Mora Achashverish lahavi Sefer Zacharnas. Al Kacha, you want to know why? What was the impetus for him to do it? Why? Why did he do it? Right? Meaning, sorry, the what was that the what is that Achashverish picked up the Sefer Zacharnas. Why? Because it was bothering me, he couldn't sleep, like with the Gemara discussed, Al Kacha, the Zimante Esther Lahaman Bahadeh. But why did Esther invite Haman to the Suda? Again, and what was the outcome of the story? This Harish Nisa, the Nase of Purim. Okay, Amrav Chabar, Rav Chambar, Goyim Rav, Halacha Kedivrei Omer Kula. That the Halacha is like Rameir who says Kula. But Afilu, by the way, Afilu Mandamar, Me Ish Yehudi, even according to Mandamar that holds, you only have to read the Megillah from Ish Yehudi. Guess what? Suicha Shetek Suva Kula. You have to have a fully written Megillah. We brought this to Gemara down yesterday on your Ches. It has to be fully written. You have to read from a fully written Megillah. The only question is where do you have to start telling the story from? Now, just to, just not for too long here, but just the question is like this. I think it, it gives us a Havana and the understanding of Purim. So we have a Machlokus over here. We said number one is Achashverish. Do we start from Achashverish? Right? Why? Right? What's the reason in, what's the reason in all this? Why would we start from Achashverish? Because the HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to get retribution for the using of the clay based on Mikdash. Okay, and why start from Mordechai? Again, that's this chus of Mordechai. The why did the nays come about is this chus of Mordechai because he refused to bow down. So Akadosh Baruch Hu wanted to save, right? He wanted to give the schar to save Klai Yisrael on his behalf. Why? Or you could say it starts from Haman, right? These are the four reasons. Or it starts from Haman because he made himself into a god. We wanted to punish Akadosh Baruch Hu wanted to tell the story of punishing down, of punishing Haman. Okay, and. Or you could say, that because of the kinah that Achashverosh had for, for Esther. Okay, then what does the Gemara say at the end? Who do we paskin like? What's the Gemara telling us? Right? Why do we paskin like Kula? And I think what it's saying is, and I've heard this brought down before, not on this Gemara, but I think it ties in very, very nicely, that these other events are specific Nisan. Mordechai wouldn't bow, Kaddish Baruch Hu back. Uh, Achashverosh refuses, uh, uses the clay, clay the Kalins and based on Mikdash, and the Kaddish Baruch wants to get him back. Um, Haman makes himself dark up, Kaddish Baruch wants to get him back. Right? So there's these independent storylines. But what's, what's the key point of, what's the nace of Purim? What's, what's the goal of Purim? It's not to tell you that a Kaddish Baruch does nace for us. That's not the goal of Purim. That's not the, oh, flash in the pan, grand gesture, a nace. No. What's the whole point? It's Kula. The whole idea is the Hester Punim of the Megillah. That we possibly like the monuments was cool because it's a sequence of events. It's all, there isn't, it's not about the one nace that happened. It's all the, it's the entire storyline is the goal of Purim. It's to say that behind the scenes, that everything is, there's, there's, a, there's a Hester Punim, that everything is occurring, that everything is occurring, that Kaddish Baruch Hu is there with Hashkacha Pratis. And that is the Mandar Kula because that is the goal, that is the whole point of the storyline, that's why we popskin because it's not about any one thing, it's all of it put together and the sequence of events. And that's what Purim's about. Megillah is called the Sefer, but yet it's also called Nikris Igeris, a letter. Nikris Sefer. So, in what regard, right? It says Igeris Hapurim Hazois, Hashemis, right? So, it's called an Igeris. So, now, in what way is it, is it called a Sefer? What way is it called an Igeris? So, Nikris Sefer, Sheim Tafra, Bechute Pishtin, Psula. So, we know that a Sefer Torah has to be sown. With chutin that are a gidin, animal sinews. So if you do it with clay pishin, just like a sefer Torah, it's going to be possible. So in that regard, it's a, like a sefer Torah. In what way is it like a letter? That it doesn't need to be fully sung. Okay, like we're going to see, we're going to see in a second over here, but a sefer Torah. A Sefer Torah has to be fully sewn, except for the very top and very bottom, which we'll discuss on Amit Beis. Why? It's a practical reason. 
Okay, but the point here is, is that yes, it needs to be sown because it's called a safer with <coughs> sinews, with animal, right? Not with pishtan, but it does. It only needs. It only needs. Um, <clears throat> It only needs three. It only needs three stitches. Now, by the way, the three stitches have to be, they have to be uh, proportional. So what we're saying is like this. The way to understand it is that, let's say you have a four-inch megillah. Just use it. So you have to have one-inch blank space to, it has to be proportional, to the first stitch, one-inch to the second stitch, one-inch to the third stitch, and then one-inch to the bottom. Okay? So essentially, the three stitches encompass two inches, right? Because it's blank inch, stitch one, stitch two, stitch three. Okay, so half your safer ends up being, so you could have as little as half actually stitched in that way, as long as it's proportional, and that and in that way, it's more of an igeris and it's not a safer. Let's say you read from a Megillah, let's say you have all, for instance, the hey, the Hamisha the books, right? You have all the Megillahs together in one scroll. Then we say lo yatza. That's only if your Esther one is not a little bigger or a little smaller, right? We want Hecker here, and we're going to talk about this. Pursue Nisa. Okay? But if it's bigger or smaller, so let's say you have Echam, Esther, right? You have all of them in one scroll. So we're saying you're not Yaitza if they're all the same size. But if, if the Esther one is bigger or smaller, then you are going to be Yaitza. Okay, if it's smaller or bigger, then less than, but you don't have a problem, you are Yaitza. The parchment, not the letters. The, yeah, the scroll. The scroll, yeah. Levi bar Shmuel have a kakari kamedor. Yehuda, he was reading in front of him. Yehuda and Megillah haksuba ben haksubim. That was part of a whole scroll. Amar lei, arei amra, kari Megillah haksuba ben haksubim, lo yata. Said you're not yet, so you can't do it. Amar achia bar amra, yechanan, kari Megillah haksuba ben haksubim. Again, you read from Megillah's Esther that's part of a whole bunch of scrolls. Then lo yata. So he goes ahead and he claps himself on the head. He hits himself on the head. He says, Bitsibar Shanu. That's only Bitsibar. Meaning, Biyachid, it's totally fine. Again, the point here is Pursumini. So when you're in front of Bitsibar, Pursumini, people have to see that I'm not just picking up a Tanakh and reading. That I'm reading from a defined Megillus Esther. Okay? And therefore, that's, it needs to be that. Now, um, the Mashmosa, the Pasha Mashmosa, the Gemara, and there is a Machlagis Rishainim. Okay? If for Yachid, Sounds like only tzibur it's a problem. What about yachid? Lechachil or b'diyavet? So it's machlagis, right? And it seems to be mashma that the Ran says that a yachid is lechachil. That a yachid lechachil, no problem having a scroll that has all five and just reading the Esther part, okay? However, he says here that when we said b'tzibur le'yatza, which sounds funny, right? Because if b'yachid, and the Ran tells us, if, if b'yachid you're going to be yaitza, lechachil, so I understand that there's, you don't, there's a mitzvah to read the Megillus Esther, B'tzibar, but you're not not yaitza if you read it. B'yachid, of course you're yaitza. If you're on your own, you're on your own, of course you're yaitza, you're chiv megillah. So he, the Ran, therefore wants to say that the lo yatza over here, a megillah span a megillah that says you're not yaitza, is the din tzibar. Because there has to be a presumi nisa. And if it doesn't look like you're reading from Megillah's Esther, you're not yaitza the din tzibar. But of course, bevada, you're yaitza, you're chiv mikra megillah, because you're no worse than a yachid. You're reading in a group with a group of yachidim. So, Okay, um, that is the way that he, that he the Ran learns that. So, yeah. Okay, let's move on over here. Now we're just going to have, because we brought in Rav Chia Bar Abba, Rav Yechanan, so we're going to discuss some other dinim and some agadita of him quickly. Um, uh, Shir Hatefar, so this is what we discussed before, that a Sefer Torah needs to be stitched all the way, all the way up and down, except for the very top, what's called Shir Hatefar, the very top and the very bottom. That's Allah HaMashim Sinai. So again, we have another instance where he goes and hits himself on the head. He hits himself on the head, he goes, whoops, 
I didn't mean that. It's not really a lachamash misinai. But loyamr alakadeshal yikareya. You want to know why we do it? It's practical. It's not a lachamash misinai that you have to leave the unstitched, the top, very top and the very bottom. It's practical. Why? Because you're rolling the sefer Torah, and if you're going to roll it too tight, somebody's going to give. You're going to rip right, right in the middle of the cloth. You're going to make. You're going to rip it if you're rolling too tight. So what we want to do is we want to leave a little space. So if you're rolling too tight, it starts to separate, and you realize that oh, it's about to rip. Okay, and therefore, that's the reason we do it. It's not Allah HaMesh Misinah. Next. So, this is again, just because we quote Rebchia Bar Abba, Yechanan, this is a Memra. Uh, so, we know that Eliyahu and Moshe were both Achoyer. It's very hard so, uh, um, Parsha in the Torah to understand what it means. It's certainly not to be understood on, on, the, on it's not, certainly not to be understood on the basic level. But Moshe says he wants to see a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Kaddish Baruch Hu says, uh, you can't, fine, I'll pass by you, you'll see Roas and Moshe and, Moshe and this similar story happened to Elio, they're in a cave, and the Shekhinah passes by. So the Gemara is saying is, a tiny thin needle, that's the thinnest needle, a tiny pinprick of a needle. If there was that much of a hole in that cave, they would not have been able Okay, they would not have been able to see. Those don't think they saw the shechina. Even a teeny tiny pin drop. They were in the cave. They were hidden from the shechina. Whatever it means that they saw that they saw Whatever that means, don't think they saw the face of the shechina because the light of the shechina. Okay, that would would have been would have killed them. Another member. That when Moshe was there. So when Moshe was up on the mountain, he not only taught him the basic Torah, but also taught him the Torah. All the Tukin. The Rashi says the Ribuyin, the Essen, the Gamin, Darshan, every S, Gam, Riboy, Mir, etc. But the Tukin Seifrim, okay, that is. Rashi says, Okay, again, all this Tereshav Iksav that was ever going to be learned, Moshe went ahead, I'm sorry, Tereshav Alpeh, that was ever going to be learned, HaKadosh Baruch Hu talked to Moshe, Umasha Seifrin Asidin Leschadish, and what the Rabbanon were eventually going to create, meaning that Moshe was shown, well, he was shown so much that what was he shown? Ma'inio Mikra Megillah. The Moshe was even shown Mikra Megillah when he was up there on the har, even things that had not been created and discussed, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was able to show to Moshe. Fine. Zuck the next Mishnah. So everybody is kosher, anyone is kosher to read the Megillah, except for Shecheresh, Shaita, and a Katan. Okay. Rabbi Yehuda Machshir, Be Katan. Rabbi Yehuda says that a Katan is allowed to read. So now, the, under, the assumption of the, the, the Gemara is that the first part of the Mishnah when we said Shecheresh, Shaita, and Katan cannot read. Okay, now we have to be talking about a cheresh hamadaber vein because he's getting up to read. If he, if he can't speak either, right, and testifies that a stam cheresh is a cheresh ein hamadaber vein so then, of course, right, nobody could hear it. Right? So if he's a cheresh midaber vein hashemeah, okay, a deaf person that can talk but cannot hear. So the assumption the Gemara wants to make is that it's not good at all. You're not even yetsabidi evid. So the Gemara says, man tana, tell me, who is the tana that cheresh dievid nami loy? That we say that a kolk shen lechus megillah chutz mecheresh of the katan not kosher can't do it at all. Who is that Tana? That is a master of Yisi. He did tanan, <coughs> and we just had this. Hakarius a shema aznai. Let's say you read the shema, but you can't hear the words that are coming out of your mouth. Rabbi Yisi amar lo yatsa. You're not yatsa. Right? We had this. We just had this. 
Okay, Rabbi Yossi holds that you have to be able to hear the words that are coming out of your mouth, otherwise it's not a good dibur. Therefore, in our Mishnah, the town of our Mishnah must be Rabbi Yossi who holds that if I can speak the words, but I'm unable to hear it. Why? Because I'm a cheresh. Therefore, I'm not going to be able to be yes, It's not considered a dibur, and nobody can be yes with my words. Even by the end. So, Frech Gamara, okay, now the Gemara is going to challenge that assumption. Whoa, who says that the Mishnah, when we talk about Cheresh, but Cheresh specifically, who says that that is talking about Bidiyevid, you're not Yotze? Maybe it's saying, Lechachila, you shouldn't hear it from them, but Bidiyevid, you are Yotze. Umimai, Rabbi Bidiyevid, Nami, Loi, Dilma, Rabbi Yehudahi, maybe it's Rabbi Yehudahi, Lechachila, Hudaloi, Hadiyevid, Chaper, Dummy. So the Gemara says, Loi, Cycle, Daitach, wouldn't make sense. Why? Because we put Cheresh in a category of Cheresh at there's no Havamir to think that a, a, a Shaita and a Katan are going to be okay. Okay, so the Gemara says, one second, just because they're all listed together. And the Gemara says, Who says that the Cheresh is also going to, not going to be Kasher Bidiyavid? Maybe, again, we're trying to say here that the Cheresh Bidiyavid would be okay. So, so the Gemara says, ah, I'll tell you why. You know how I know that a cheresh is not going to be okay. Um, so we see from the fact that the Sefer went ahead and said, So it sounds like the Reisha, because the Reisha said, Katan's no good. So it sounds like the Reisha is not Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda would be the one that holds that a cheresh, L'chadchila shouldn't read, but B'dyeved could. And therefore, from the fact that the Sefer is Rabbi Yehuda, so it must be the ratio is not Rabbi Yehuda. Bach, let's take out the next line in half. Go to Vidilma, two lines now. Vidilma, cooler Rabbi Yehuda. He says, no, maybe the whole Mishnah, no, no kasha. Maybe the whole Mishnah really is Rabbi Yehuda. Vitrei gavni katan katani. That there's two different types of katan. Vichsuri mechsura vachi katani. And here's how you have to read the Mishnah. Ha kol kesherin lekrisis amagilah chutz misher cherishoyt of a katan. Vimed varm amurim bekatan shaloigi alachinach. That's talking about a katan that didn't reach chinach. And, and, and really what? Again, if we learn the Mishnah, the Reisha of the Mishnah like Rabbi Yehuda, not like Rabbi Yehuda, then what we're saying is the Reisha is Lecharchila. Lecharchila, Aser, you're not Yotzeh, but B'dyevid you are. So now what we're going to say is that that's when ל'חחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחחח
even bid the Evid, he's not Yitzha. Rabbi Yehuda holds bid the Evid, you are Yitzha, the Chachilo, no. Okay, now we're going to introduce a third one. My Kimtik Rabbi Yehuda bid the Evid, Elohadatani, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi I, we have a Brysa, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, he can speak. Torim lecharchila. He can go ahead and take truma. Why? Because you have to make a bracha. So in order for the bracha shabai, torim lecharchila. Money. E Rabbi Yehuda. So now again, what did it say? Torim lecharchila. Wait. So who's the shita? If Rabbi Yehuda holds even b'diavad, it doesn't work. And Rabbi Yehuda holds only b'diavad not lecharchila. Who holds lecharchila that it does work? Okay. So the understanding of Mars. Oh, you know who that must be. So, e Rabbi Yehuda, the Evid in Lechachila, he holds with the Evid, it does work. Why, you, why, would, the Mishnah, why would the Bryce say, Term Lechachila? Rabbi Yehuda holds only with the Evid. E Rabbi Yehuda, the Evid Namiloi, even, not only Lechachila, can, can he not make a bracha, right? Can he not do it? Even with the Evid. So, Be'elamai, ah, you want to tell me, Be'elamai, uh, Rabbi Yehuda, Vafil Lechachila? So, oh, you want to tell me that Rabbi Yehuda holds, one second. So you want to say, because I have a b'risa that says l'chachila, that's Rabbi Yehuda. And therefore, our Mishnah now, everything moves over. Our Mishnah now would be, who says you're not Yaitza, because there is no, we're trying to say that there is, I only have two shitas, as far as we know right now. I have Yaisi who says b'diyevin, not. And Rabbi Yehuda, who either holds l'chachila or b'diyevin. So now we're going to shift Rabbi Yehuda and say, okay, Rabbi Yehuda really holds that even l'chachila, a cherish can do it. And then our Mishnah now is Rabbi Yaisi, because our Mishnah said, you can't do it. There's only one sheet that holds you can't do it. It's Rabbi Yaisi. And what it, when it means you're not going to, or you're not going to be Yaitza, that means you're not going to be Yaitza at all, even with the Evan. I, one second, I got a problem over here. Because if you're going to shift Rabbi Yehuda, so again, it's extreme. Rabbi Yaisi holds all the way you're not Yaitza, even with the Evan. Rabbi Yehuda, we're trying to shift it over to say all the way you are Yaitza, even the Chachila, right? I, I now have a third bride. A person should not make. He should not make the berchas hamazon. He should not bench. Even though he doesn't express the words, money. Now we see this is a case of not hearing the words, and it's a case of lecharchila. You shouldn't b'diavad your yaitza. So money. You should be able to bench And So the Gemara says we got to go to the Mishnah because it's one sugya. Really, I'll tell you. Okay, so at this point, what we're saying is there's three dinner. There's lechachila, lechachila, yes, lechachila, no, but the avid, yes, and but the avid, no. So this, we have to find three sheets. As far as what well, the problem that we're struggling with is, we only have two. We only have two people. That there are two Rabbi Yehudas. There's Rabbi Yehuda himself. Himself holds that, that he himself holds lechachila. That's the term lechachila. He lechachila holds that you can go ahead. Even though you can't, even though you're not hearing the words, lechachila would be good. Held the rabbi, his rebbe, and we'll see this in a second. Detanya, Rabbi Yehuda, Imer Mishim, Rabbi Lazar, and Azariah. That's his rebbe who says, that you're supposed to. So we see that's a lechachila, and that's his rebbe. His rebbe holds lechachila. You're supposed to be able to hear what you say. Tzarech, you should. But if not, you're not Yaitza. If not, you still are Yaitza. But the Evan, you are Yaitza. And, but by the way, who argues? Oh, wait a second. We were looking for another Shita. Why are we going ahead and splitting? Rabbi Huda saying one is him. He holds that Lechachila, you're going to be Yaitza even if you can't hear what you're saying. And Bidiyev, and his Rebbe holds Bidiyev, and then Rabbi Yaisi holds, so who's it? Hashadasis Lahachi, one second. I feel the Tamer Rabbi Yehuda, Kirabe Svirale. 
You want to tell me, even you can say that Rabbi Yehuda, no, it's really this one Rabbi Yehuda. Him, his Rabbi, they both hold that Lechachila, you're not Yaitzah unless you can hear what you're saying. Bidiyavid, you are. And who is the other one? Bahad the Tani, Rehuda, 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 Behad the Tani Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Yehuda Ben Pazi that's our mayor the the Brisa that said Tarim Lechachila that's our mayor so the way to understand the Mishnah right now and how to put this together is we had our Mishnah our Mishnah said Cheresh Shet is not Yaitzah for whatever reason we didn't want to pigeonhole ourselves and the Gemara seemed to be taking the approach that it's not really Rabbi Yaisi. we tried to say maybe it's Rabbi Yaisi. we said no it doesn't have to be if it's Rabbi Yaisi, that means that Cheresh Shet or specifically Cheresh that's what we're trying to address in our Suya since he cannot hear the words that he's speaking. He can't be Yaitzah anybody, even B'diyavid. The Gemara says, no, I don't like that approach. It's Rabbi Yehuda Shita. And the way they come out is, we have our Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda holds, this is the way to understand our Mishnah. This is the way we're now understanding it. Rabbi Yehuda holds that when the Mishnah said, it means that Cheresh is not Yaitzah, but B'diyavid you are. That's L'chachila. Shaita, no good at all. Again, would be B'diyavid, no. But Rabbi Yehuda, who says at the end of the Mishnah, if he's higiyah lechenach, then lechachila, uh, then lechachila, even though he's a katan, he's allowed, he's allowed to go ahead and, <coughs> and if he's a katan, then he's allowed to go ahead and read. Okay? So, that's, that's, uh, and then we have two other brises. Terem lechachila, that's her mayor shita. That even though he can't hear lechachila, he can go ahead. And then the, and, and then we have the brisa of both birchas hamazayim, and Shema, which would all fit into the category of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda B'Shem Rabbi, that those are B'diyavid cases. You're supposed to be able to hear what you're saying. Don't bench in your heart. But if you do, you're right, so you don't bench again. Now, Tyson just asked one final question. According to Rabbi Yehuda, I don't understand. Why is it, Katan, my taima, Migiel Lechidach, my taima the Rabbanon, explain to me why the Rabbanon hold that it's puzzle. You, Rabbi Yehuda, are saying that a Higiel Lechidach is Machshar, which is Mashma, that a Katan Shaloi Higiel Lechidach. It's not going to work. I don't understand. What's the din of uh, the Rabbanon, right? A katan, higielachinach, is a din de Rabbanon. So it means he's chayv de Rabbanon. What is the din of, what is the din of Megillah? A din de Rabbanon. Now, to one other point, Tesis says, that we have a sugya that discusses in brachas, that a ben can make brachas amazon for his father. Okay? Afalpishu, katan, v'yetzir brachasa, muhilav hasam. Now, what does that mean? If his father is a chiyav daraisa, then how could a ben gilchenach? So we, the Gemara says, what's that case? The case is that the, the son ate kidei svia. He's totally full. So therefore, he's yaitza. He, he only has a chiyav, he has a chiyav chenach. One dravon. Okay, his father only ate a kazayas or a kabeya, whatever your shear is. So he's not kidei svia. When the father only has a chiyav to bench midravonon, then the son, who is full, can be to him because the son has a chiyav to Why over here, asks Taisus, I don't understand, according to Rabbanon, if the katan is a chiyav and the din of reading the Megillah is a din to Rabbanon, why can't it be a Why can't the, why the Rabbanon, why is it only Rabbi Huda? Why the Rabbanon argue and say that the katan shigiyah cannot be yaitza, can't be yaitza a gadol? So he answers, he says here, that over there, if you contrast the case, here, there's two Rabbanons. There is the there is the chin, there is the chinuch. Okay, he says that the Yisroel the Pasar Rabbanon Mishnah Megillah Lecha Chiyuva Afilu Begedayim El Medrabanon the Katan and Mechayev El Medrabanon. So the Katan is only Mechayev Drabanon and it's a Chiyev Chinuch. So it's like a double Drabanon against the Gadol as a single. But by Berachas Hamazain 
Over there, the, since the katan is sviya, he's full, so he has a chi of daraisa, but since he is only a barachinach, it's drabanan. And the gadol only has a chi of drabanan, so it's one drabanan, drabanan guy could be yetzer. So a double drabanan cannot be yetzer, a single drabanan, but a single, I thought it was a cute one. Okay, let's just quickly finish up to the Mishnah. Um, 30 seconds over here. So he said, Rav Yudah Machshir Bekatan. So he allowed a katan. Now we're just going to have two anecdote stories over here. The Tanya or the or Tanya, I'm Rabbi Yehuda. So Rabbi Yehuda is saying, by the way, I'm going to back up my shita. Yeah, I when I was a katan, I read. You want to know how I know I'm right? He's arguing on the Chachamim, and we're saying he's saying that you can a katan read. When I was a katan, I read in front of Rabbi Tarfin. Sorry, and the way we explain this is that. Not only from a katan, like in the in the in the in the in the sense saying you know like edus isha or whatever. What we're saying is is that even when you're a gadol, you're not. We, we can't believe you on the stories from your youth, and there, that's what we're saying over here. We don't believe the stories from your youth. Tanya, I'm a rebbe. Rebbe now says katan isha v'karisa lamala mehu mirebbe Yehuda. By the way, that's Rebbe Yehuda Shita who holds that you're allowed to. So you know what? I'm related. You know what they told them? Emi v'yiraya min hamatir. Sorry, yeah, you read in front of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda's a matter. We don't go like him. He held that it was okay. But we don't bring a riot from there. Why don't we go with him? So the Gemara says we do. Number one, you're a katan. We don't bring a riot from a katan. That Rabbi Yehuda was a matir. And therefore, who cares? Number one, we, won't, we, won't, we don't care what you have to say anyways. And number two, even if we will listen to you, still, great. In front of Rabbi Yehuda, he was a matir. So it doesn't tell us that doesn't mean that we hold it. We know that he's a matir in this regard. I will quickly try to summarize. No pressure to stay for anybody. I just don't want to get out of the habit of not doing a summary for too long. Then it falls, it fall, then it falls by the wayside like the mustard seder. I didn't push hard enough on that. No. Yeah, because there's clearly enough time to add another seder to this. Um... Okay, so we started off just discussing Kasav Basamu Vesikra. So again, we're discussing the dyes and the Kakantam and the papers. Nier, Diftera, Diftera, Nier. Okay, we're saying not, you're not yet until you write it in Ashuris, because we learned from Kisav Chizmanam. Al Sefer Bidiyai, we learned Gzair Shavak Ksiva from Yirmiyah, where it says, How is a Sefer written? Ani Kaisav Al Sefer Bidiyai. So, so too over here, Al Sefer Bidiyai. Okay, now we discuss what happens if you're visiting. Ben Hir Krach. So we said, if you're going to go back, you read like the place you came from. Rava says, by the way, that's only true if you're going to go back at night. Okay, meaning, so Ben Krach Shalach Le'ir, if you're from a village city, you go to the city, if you're going to come back before the morning of the 14th, okay, then, then you don't read with them. But if you're not, then you've got to read on the 14th or Ben Ir Shalach Le'krach Lefnei Yoim Tezvav, the way we explained it in Rashi. Why? What's the reason for this? To Pruz Ben Yoim Nikra Pruz, where do we see this? Okay, it says, <laughs> and it's as far that if Pruz ben Yamai is called a Pruz, so too Mukaf ben Yamai would call them Mukaf. Okay, then we also discuss Ben Kfar, that was also in Rava. Okay, we, Abai tried asking on him from a Brisa, but we said that since, anyways, the Brisa, Abai would have to modify the Brisa, there must be something wrong with it. We're going to ask the Kasha. So Rava says, once you're modifying the Brisa, I'll modify it to make it work with what I said, which is that a villager would not read, okay, if he goes, or a, a villager that goes to the city on Yudalid would have to, the way we explained it was even around, the way Rashi explained it was even if he already read on Yudalid, Yudbeis, Yudgimel, he would still have to read on Yudalid. Okay, where, from where do you start reading the Megillah? 
So we had Rameir held the whole thing, which, by the way, was what we said the halacha is. But according to everybody, even if you hold, you start reading the Megillah from somewhere else, you have to be reading from a fully written Megillah. Rabbi Yehuda said from Ishihudi, Rabbi Yehuda said, 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 Rabbi Yehuda Okay, Ishiudi Achar Advarim, right? Is it the storyline of, and and that's the way um, Rabbi Yechonon says we learn it from Eskol Taikif. So the storyline is it the storyline of Achashverosh, Mordechai, Haman, or the Nes? Which one is it? Okay, and um, if we if the storyline we're starting with is Achashverosh, so that's Taikif, right? Taikifish Achashverosh, the events that occurred. Rav Huna learned it a different way. He said it because says Umarau. What did they set out to do? Al Kacha Why? Right, what was the impetus? Umayigia, and what, what, what happened at the end? And we said, meaning that he used the story, what did he do was use the clay and the Mishmikdash. Why? Because he made a mistake in the 70-year calculation. And what happened at the end was he killed Bashti. That was one. Mordechai, right, what, what, what did he do? He angered Haman. That's if you start from Mordechai. We introduced Mordechai, he angered Haman. Um, why? Because Haman made himself into Abba Zara. What happened in Esau Purim? Haman, we said that he was geyser to kill B'nai Yisrael. Why? Because Mordechai wouldn't bow down. And what happened to him at the end? He got hung on the tree. And the nace is, why did Malayalah that is, why did Achashverosh bring, or what did he do? He brought the Sefer Zechronos. Why? Because Esther invited Haman, and that wasn't sitting well with Achashverosh, caused him not to sleep. And what happened again? We said there was a nace perm at the end. Okay, we said that a Megillah is called a Sefer and an Egeris. In what way is it a Sefer? That you have to uh, sew it with Gidin. And in what way is it called an Igeres? We said that it's Lahakel, that even though it needs to be sewn with Gidin, they c- you could have as little as three stitches, okay, as long as they are evenly spaced, was the way we explained it, okay? <laughs> Mishulash. And Rabbi Huda said, by the way, if you write a Bain Haksuvim, lo Yatsa. So if you notice, if you have a scroll that has all five Megillas, you're not going to be Yatsa. Rabbi Chia said it's only Betzivar, but Biyachid, you are going to be Yatsa. Okay, Levi, Kara Bain Haksuvim, and Rabbi Huda told him that it's Aser. Okay, then Rabbi went ahead and said, if it's Mechasra or Mechatsra, that's only if it's all the same size. But again, this is a presuming Isadin. So if the Megillah scroll, let's say you had five scrolls, Megillah was in the middle and it was shorter or taller, now it's Nicker. So then we would say, you're then we had members of Merchia that we discussed what is the sheer tfia, tfira on a Sefer Torah, the extras on the bottom and the top, where you don't sew it. He wanted to say, Now he smacked himself on the head and said, no, it's not. It's a practical thing so that you can see when it's too tight, it starts to separate and you won't rip your Sefer Torah. Okay? And we talked about in the cave that there was not even the cave where HaKadosh Baruch Hu passed by and he put Moshe in it or in Ilio there um, that uh, there was not even a, a tiny, teeny not a pinprick in there because they would not have been able to live. And HaKadosh Baruch on the horror showed him and what everything, all Torah that was going to be written, what is there, we said that's Bikram Megillah. Then we said a Kolk Shein, look for some Megillah, and we said, don't say that the Reisha is Rev Yaisi, that even B'diavet Echeresh is not, but even according to Rev Yehuda, okay, that, that the Reisha can be saying that B'diavet Echeresh is Yaitza, Okay, and that which we say <coughs> and in the Seifa Machshemach Shirpech Katan, that is Lechachila Sheigiyah Lechinach. So the Reisha he's saying is Bidiyeved. Lechachila, you shouldn't use a Katan Sheigiyah Lechinach, or if he read Lechachila, you shouldn't, but if he did, you Yaitza. Rabbi Yehuda holds that in the Seifa Machshirpech Katan, even Sheigiyah Lechinach, even Lechachila, that's the way to learn it. And therefore the Brisa of Cheresh Tereim, that Lechachila must be Rameir Shita, who holds that Shema. Um, you can read it without having to hear the words. Okay, and the Bryce of Birchas and the one 
and the and and the one who argued our mayor in regards to Shema, where we said that those like our Mishnah, it means that the you shouldn't, but Bidiyavid, you would be Yitzah, that's all gonna be Rabbi Yehuda and his Rabbi all wrapped up in one sheet. And we said Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda was Machshir Bakatan, and we have the stories of Rabbi Yehuda in front in front of Rav Tarfin or Rabbi in front of Rabbi Yehuda, and he said they were made cotton you see the Karisi, and we say number one aim maybe in Ryan Akatan from the second story, even if you're gonna arrive from a cotton. Sorry, we're reading Ryan and Amater. Yes, that's Rabbi Yehuda who allowed a cut of and therefore I don't care. Even if we were to believe you, we wouldn't go like you.